Chronic illness can be an all-consuming experience. I have suffered with chronic illness for over 20 years, and there is no doubt managing a chronic condition can be a full-time job with no perks or time off. It affects every facet of your life, but you are not alone. Join me as we hear real stories of people living with pain and illness, their challenges, their victories, and the treatments and coping strategies they use to get through the day. I am not my pain, and neither are you. Welcome back to the I Am Not My Pain podcast. Last week, we were speaking to arthritis sufferer Irene S. Roth as she shared her story and comorbidities, including fibromyalgia and migraine. If you haven't listened to part one, I would highly encourage you to go back and check it out. And today, Irene will dive into the best treatment options for her arthritis, how she manages her symptoms as she ages, her suggestions for the recently diagnosed, and so much more. For close to 25 years, Irene has managed chronic pain from arthritis, fibromyalgia, migraine, and more. At one point in her journey, she could barely function due to the debilitating pain. She decided to educate herself on her conditions and implemented a self-management plan, which she says allows her to not only function, but thrive. Irene is a full-time writer as well as an online teacher. She also provides a mentoring program where she coaches fellow writers to help bring out their best. Irene has written numerous self-help articles on chronic illness and aging, including Living Well with Chronic Illness, Emotionally Resilient Arthritis Sufferer, Tips to Successfully Chronic Pain Management, How to Pace Yourself Despite Migraine Attacks, and so, so much more. And also, the show is truly honored to have this blogger contributing to and running the I Am Not My Pain podcast blog, which is at chronicpainwarriorsblog.wordpress.com. I will include all these links in the episode description. Irene believes you can still find hope and joy in your life despite pain. Let's tune in to the rest of her interview. So since I have you and you, you know, have taken obviously a self-management class, but you also have gone through so many treatments, you know, what are your best treatment options that have helped your arthritis? So medicinally, uh, like prescription-wise, there's Celebrex, Cymbalta, Tylenol 2 and 3, as well as many over-the-counter relaxants. But in my case, I have found that a lot of those medications cause a lot of stomach problems for me. And since I also have IBS, I had to be concerned about that and mindful about that. So um, I have a whole range of non-medicinal ways um, of dealing with symptoms. And those non-medicinal ways don't even cover over-the-counter medications because those two can have a huge impact on um, your stomach, especially if you take something like Celebrex and you take something like Advil, for instance, the two uh, can cause a lot of problems for your stomach. So, um, so I try not to do that unless I'm, well, in pain agony, as they call it. Um, and so I know what those are on, on a graph of one to 10 or a scale of one to 10. And, you know, if I'm closer to eight or nine, right in the morning that I have to take something, but otherwise I don't. So my other pain modalities are meditation, um, self-care, um, such as resting when I'm tired and achy, which was the hardest thing for me to do. And it's still hard to do, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, I think. I'm taking time off and giving me grace if I'm in pain and I'm achy and, and I, you know, I wake up and I'm really feeling awful one morning. I take long baths. 
I find that all of these um, non-medicinal modalities have met, have helped me tremendously. Also, writing about my experiences have helped me a lot. So writing blogs, writing ebooks, actually just talking to people. Um, I have a whole sort of circle of friends that are that have arthritis or fibromyalgia or some chronic condition. Talking to them really helps too. Um, so a lot of times, you know, having those people in my background has really helped. And when I reach out to people in workshops or even just on the street or even just in a grocery lineup sometimes, I feel like I can give them some resilience and some strength and some hope um, and hopefully some feeling of, you know, not being alone and not feeling alone because I just know how, how that feels. It really feels, well, you feel desolate and just, you know, like there's a hole in your soul or something, you know, you just feel like there's nothing you can do and you feel powerless. And so I'm going to say, no, you're not powerless. So, yeah. so, so much you can do. You just have to change your attitude. Took me a long time to change my mindset a bit, you know, uh, a long time. I'm not going to lie. Like it took me like 10 years. Yeah. And oh, part yeah. of it was, I was very young when I got sick, I was 18 and <laughs> I was just a baby. <laughs> You know, I didn't know how to work through a lot of different things. And, you know, my life flipped upside down. I mean, I had to move home with my parents. I didn't, you know, my friends were graduating college, getting married, having children, and I was homesick and I couldn't do anything, you know, and it just got worse and worse. And yeah. just, it was just such a horrible feeling. And I hate for anyone to go through that. And I think we all do kind of have to go through it in a little way. And then we kind of find our way out, but it's, you know, that's part of the reason I do the podcast is because I don't want people people to feel alone. And yeah. I want them to hear other people that have gone through things and get it like they get it. And I, I want to know because you're kind of a wealth of knowledge on this. What suggestions for managing, you know, the symptoms of arthritis, especially because I know it gets worse as you age. Um, so what kind of suggestions would you offer? I always say in the short term, dealing with uh, symptoms earlier as opposed to later. So if you wake up, for instance, and you are stiff and in pain, then taking something over the counter that's very light that won't, um, you know, sort of upset your stomach or your day for that matter, because yeah. a lot of us have to work. <laughs> a lot of us have to do mental, you know, sort of work. Um, and we don't want to be taking, a, a, you know, an extra strength Tylenol unless you can handle it. Then if you can, by all means do so. Um, I deal with pain before as opposed to later. And because I find pain extremely stressful. If I know, for instance, that I be, I'll be in pain by eight o'clock, I'm struggling with my arms now. And I know by eight o'clock, I will be in pain and a lot of pain. Um, and so my shoulder and my arms are all affected. So what I do is I take a half a Tylenol at about six o'clock. Then I have my supper and then I just relax. So the key is just knowing ahead of time, knowing your body, knowing your rhythms. And so for some of us, I know for myself, I have to write things down for a while. Mm -hmm. Now I had to write down patterns of how things were for me. After I had to sort of write down that certain mornings are hard for me and, and how to deal with that. So I have a whole little um, sort of journal on how to handle certain situations and what to do. So there's, that whole situation of, you know, just dealing things uh, in the short term. If you don't sleep well, take it easy. That's the hard part. If you can, that is. If you're working, well, it's a little bit harder. But if you can, take some time for yourself. Give yourself some grace. Try not to overdo it. 
take a few things off your to-do list. If you have if you have one of those lists and you're one of those list persons, which I am, just take a few Definitely. things that are not necessary off that list because there are so many things that are not necessary. Do the most necessary things and then rest. Whatever really makes you happy. Whatever you do, um, do something that puts a smile on your face. Do something that feels good inside. You know, mm -hmm. I find journaling very rewarding, but you know, I'm a, kind of an introvert kind of person. So, um, so many people have different kinds of, you know, pastimes. Now in the long term, there's more, there's different things that you can do to live a balanced and self-compassionate life to take care of yourself. And it's very important that you take care of yourself. And again, I always think doing it earlier as opposed to later is the way to go. So I do meditations during the day, even if it's five for five minutes or 10 minutes or something like that. If I can avoid 10 minutes, then great. Um, I take mindful cups of tea and just sit and reflect instead of being on my cell phone all the time or plugged in. So these are all um, things that you can do, but more sort of uh, health-wise, you can, if you're overweight, try to lose weight because if you have any type of arthritis, putting extra pounds on your joints can make things worse. Mm. Okay. So if you can lose the weight, if you have an inclination to do so, if the doctor tells you that you should, um, then by all means do it. In my case, I was 40 pounds overweight and I had to do something about it uh, because my joints were really struggling. Mm. Um, if you feel overwhelmed, um, try to accept doing less. And that's the hard thing. Oh, wait, it's so hard. Yes. But oh. I'm still working on it to this oh, day. Me too. <laughs> but, but it's you know, a, such an important piece. Yeah. So it's okay to, to do less. You know, you're no less of a person by doing less. You know, mm -hmm. you are not what you do. Right. So um, that's the hard part for us too. And on that note, uh, watch yourself talk. Uh, so, you know, try not to take yourself down negative rabbit holes or vortexes where, you know, you say one negative thing, which leads to another negative thing, which leads to another negative thing before, you know, you're in a vortex going nowhere good. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yes. You know, stop yourself. It takes a long time to stop yourself from thinking negatively, especially when you're in pain all the time, you know, mm -hmm. because, you know, your your default is, well, negative pain, at least for me, was very psychological and emotional. So when I have a, a bad pain day, I feel bad inside. I feel very low. I feel depressed. I feel moody. And initially, I reached out to a social worker, and I still see her on and off, you know, once in a while when I need her. But I'll, I'll tell you in a few minutes or in a little bit uh, what I do to sort of help myself so that I don't have those times of pure desperation. I also exercise or move most days. And that's a very good way to cope with with the long-term disabilities of um, osteoarthritis or any kind of chronic condition for that matter. Movement is lubrication of joints. It just is. But more than that, it lifts your mood. So it helps with your mood and depression. And keep a consistent sleep routine as much as you can. Try to go to bed and wake up at the same time. That's very difficult, especially when you're chronically ill, because um, a lot of times you'll go to sleep and well, you can't, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, pain. <laughs> yeah, pain, you toss and turn, um, you know, negative self-talk. For me, it's the worst at night. You know? No, most so, people, yeah, you're not alone on that one. Yeah, you know, nighttime's the worst because that's when you're all alone with just you, yourself and I and it's <laughs> right. Ba -da 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 in the brain. Yes, totally. So what I do is I have a journal beside me on, on the bed on my nightstand. 
and I just start writing. It's stream of consciousness, um, you know, sort of writing in my journal. And I just write down everything that's in my mind, you know. So, oh, I'm bad. I don't think it's, you know, this and that. I, I, I didn't do much. I, whatever it is, you know, and just write it all down. And then all of a sudden I've unloaded it and I just shut the light and go back to sleep. And usually I go to, I can fall asleep. So for journalers out there, try that and see if it works, you know, because it just might. Um, I know I, I was blown away, but that's one of the things I learned in six week program is to do that. And I have have done it for well over 20 years now. So it's it's really been working. Now also following proper um, sleep hygiene, such as winding down an hour or two before sleep, getting off your devices one or two hours before sleep not watching the evening news if you can try not to drink alcohol or caffeinated beverages a few hours before sleep if you're into baths take a long bath with bubble baths and you know bubbles and uh, bath salts if you're not into baths try a warm shower you know that's also a possibility um, what it does is it helps form your joints and muscles and a lot of times it lessens the pain so what I do is I have a whole routine. Um, I do my bath. I do my meditation. I do my journaling if I need to. Um, then I really wind down. I do a lot of progressive muscle relaxation, um, sort of a really one or two minute one. I have memorized it. So I close the lights and I just do it very quickly in about two or three minutes. And usually, I'm saying 60, 70% of the time, I can just drift off to sleep that way. Mm. And if it doesn't work, reading works for me. <laughs> so I have a little reading light, which is probably not good for my eyes, but I'm trying. <laughs> hey. But, yeah. you know, one, one, one bad thing replaces another, I guess. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I do read before I get to sleep. And usually I wake up with my little light on and my glasses still on and my book across my chest and I'm gone, you know. So then I just put everything away and I just continue sleeping. So, yeah. so those are different modalities that I use. That's, that's wonderful. And, you know, for everybody out there too, it's, it's really what works for you and finding, you know, those little things like she has that have helped her. And for me, I mean, I get like a lot of those are very similar for me. Meditation is a huge one for me. And honestly, when I first started meditating, it was very difficult. Like I had a very hard time meditating, getting into it. I kind of had a stinky attitude about it. Because I was, I'd, I'd done so much to help myself. You know, I'd done so many treatments and so many things. I thought, what is meditation going to do? You know, <clears throat> and boy, was I wrong. And, but when I started to practice and really implement it in my life, it made like a huge impact in my life, in wow. how I think. And it also kind of helps me with my self-talk because I'm able to use that in a meditation. I'm able to catch myself more now. It's just, it helps you become more mindful of you. So I think that those are so wonderful and such good suggestions. You know, I know when we've talked about when we first got, you know, I mean, you first got diagnosed, how, how hard that was and, you know, finding your path and finding your way. But what are your suggestions for people that have been just recently diagnosed with arthritis? Most of all, I think it's the attitude shift that mm. you need to try and implement. So Try not to feel like your life is over uh, because it isn't. Try and think of hard days as obstacles, perhaps little burps along the road, <laughs> as I like to call them. Um, you know, just something that you'll have to overcome. 
most of all working on work on accepting where you are at the moment as hard as that is try not to go down depressive rabbit holes or vortexes um if you feel or catch yourself going down into negative thinking try to either journal either meditate or reach out to a social worker they're there for us for all of us so and it's not wrong to reach out for help we all need support it doesn't make us a bad person. It doesn't no, make it us not. You know, yeah. find someone that you really can, I guess, resonate with. Um, if you find that you you start going to a social worker or a therapist for that matter, that really you don't feel is doing much for you, then by all means, try and find someone else. Try to move on. The faster you do that, the better it will be for you and possibly for the therapist too, you know. It could, you know, it, it is a waste of time for the therapist too if it's not working, but um, but it's mostly a waste of time for you and you're not going to be getting anywhere. You're going to be spinning your wheels and you're probably possibly going to be feeling worse, you know, because mm-hmm. then you say, well, now, you know, here I am and your negative self, like my negative self-talk started when I went to a therapist that wasn't sort of, you know, in line with me. Um, I thought, well, I guess you can't even see a social worker anymore. Even that person won't help you anymore. You know, you just keep going down this, you know, vortex of just stop. I even have this sort of technique of saying, stop, I mean, you know, you've gone too far. Mm-hmm. You've gone way too far. You know, even like 10 or 15 minutes into this and then, no, it's not working. Try to catch yourself, dog. Try to catch your attitude. Try to revise your attitude. Try to accept where you are, you know. Yeah. And try to not think less of you because you have, of yourself rather, um, if you have a chronic condition, you're not less. You're you're the same beautiful person that you are. Self-compassion is a big one that takes a little effort and time to get down for yourself, but it, it is so helpful. And what I always tried to do at a certain point was like, okay, if a friend of mine came to me like I am right now, what would I say to her or him? That is what I need to be saying to myself instead of everything else I'm saying to myself because we have these weird standards for ourselves and we hold ourselves up, you know, and we're like, we have to be perfect or we have to be able to manage this perfectly and we're not going to manage it perfectly. We're human. We're all human. We're going to have horrible days and we're going to, but we're going to pick ourselves up. We're going to figure it out and we're going to move forward. And, and as much as you don't think that you are strong you know, what I had to do is actually make a list of things that I have dealt with to show myself that maybe I am, maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I've lived with, you know, a few more things. And a therapist helped me with that. You know, a therapist was like, I want you to list off (laughs) a few things that you've dealt with recently and see, and, and, you know, and you don't think you're strong. And I was like, no, I'm just, I'm weak and I, I'm terrible. And, and he was like, okay, look at this list. You know, he's like, um, you know, what would you say to a friend that did all this? And I was like, that they're incredible. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Hello. Yes. It's a process. It is, it is it a is process. Great. What a great moment, right? When you finally see that. When I had that list, my therapist did the very same thing with me. And when she read it back to me, I, I just started crying. Right. I, I, you I just don't said, recognize wow. it. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't, you're like, oh, I guess I have put up, I've yeah. done a lot. Like I've lived with a lot. Like I've put, I've come, I've come through a lot. Oh, you know, maybe I am stronger than I'm giving myself credit for. So, yeah. I mean, that's just something that, you know, really was helpful for me as well. 
And then when you are managing other conditions, it can get really hard. And then of course they commingle like some of the symptoms and issues. So then you're untangling that. So how do you navigate arthritis when you're managing, you know, your other conditions like migraine, fibromyalgia and everything? Well, I take things one day one day at a time. So there are times um, that I'm down on myself. I'm, I wouldn't be, if, you know, if I wasn't human, I'd be perfect, right? But I am a human. So, but I also have tools in my docket right now. I have tools that I can use uh, to manage my symptoms. And they're the same tools as I use for my osteoarthritis. Mm -hmm. So it's all about uh, managing my pain, giving myself grace if I'm not having a good day, if I can't sleep well or so on, doing my meditation, sitting and journaling with a cup of tea, just taking time off, just, you know, giving myself, cutting myself some slack, basically. Sometimes I jump on the treadmill for 20 or 30 minutes um, because movement for me is very important. Um, in the summer, I walk to the river beside where I live and commune with nature for another hour, half an hour or so. Over the years, I have found, of course, talking to someone, whether it's a friend uh, or anyone that understands um, arthritis is very, very helpful. And so, you know, knowing that I'm not alone, I think helps too. And there's literally millions of people that struggle with some kind of chronic condition. And so that helps me as well. Yes, definitely. And that kind of leads me into the other question, which it's somewhat answered, but not fully, but how do you manage your mental health while managing all this? Which you've said a little, but. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's more accepting. And that's a huge mindset change. Instead of criticizing and judging, accepting and loving and giving yourself grace. And I think for myself, and I'm not sure how it is for the listeners, but mindset is everything uh, when you're dealing with a chronic condition. If you can think more positively and not catastrophize about certain things in your life, and especially your situation, your disabilities, and so on, um, because you know they are getting worse, and you are getting worse in, in a sense, but your soul is not getting worse. Your heart is not getting worse. You're the same beautiful human being that you were, you know, and are. So dealing with that um, at that level, you know that you know or try to work on knowing that you're the best version of yourself, even with arthritis, fibromyalgia, any chronic condition. You really are. Because you've come a long way in your life. And many times chronic conditions can actually teach us how to live a better life. It can actually be beneficial. Yeah, I'm not saying we all want it to, to learn these lessons, but there are lessons in there, very powerful ones that we can be, that we can learn. On the, along the way, I know that it's taught me a heck of a lot about myself and about life and about how I want to lead my life and what's important in my life and so many aspects that that this has taught me. And, you know, would I go back and never get this condition? Yeah, maybe that would be nice. But at the same time, I can't do that. I know that. And I still think of it as it's a teachable, teachable moment. So what you know, kind of wrapping it up, putting a little bow on it, you know, what would you, is there anything else you wish for others to understand about arthritis? That there's going to be hard days, but there's going to be easy days to always believe in yourself and don't be defined by your chronic pain and fatigue. To know that you're so much more than your pain and illness, 
to realize that it's not the end of the world. You might feel like it is, and there are going to be a lot of bad days where you feel like, you know, things are really getting worse and I'm getting worse and, you know, and all of that. But that's just negative thinking. You are not your thoughts. So, you know, you are not what you think you are. So if you think, well, I'm getting worse and worse, well, you're not necessarily that. <laughs> it's the way you perceive yourself on a particular day. And that is all dependent on fatigue, on pain level, on whether you had an argument with your spouse and so on. So <laughs> try and try and be as sort of tuned in to how you're feeling and believing in yourself that you can do anything because you can, you really can do anything and you can live with any chronic condition. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And oh, thank you for having me. What a, what an absolute honor. Well, it has been incredible and a privilege to have you. And I think this will really be invaluable to my listeners. So I'm really excited that you came on to talk about it. And if you want to learn more about Irene or her writing, you can go to the links that are going to be in the episode description for WordPress and Smashwords, as well as the new I Am Not My Pain podcast blog. Really recommend them. That's how I kind of learned more about Irene and and all the things was reading through those and definitely hit home even when, you know, I don't have arthritis or fibromyalgia and it still hit home because when you have a chronic condition, there's just so many common denominators there. So I was like, yep, yep. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> I was like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so I think you offer a great service and hope to others, which is wonderful. And I'm so glad that knowing that you're out there, you know, trying to help so many people and continuing to write and as our life changes and progresses and, you know, you write through different life stages and dealing with your conditions in those life stages, like that's huge. Because we, we change, we grow, we, you know, things happen in our lives and including different conditions and other things and symptoms. And then how do you manage that? How do you go through it? So she really offers some really good, good advice. So I recommend you checking it out and thank you again. And thank, thank you to you all my, well, it's my pleasure. And thank you again to all my listeners for tuning in and remember you are not alone and you are not your pain. Like the show? Please subscribe and leave a review. Or to learn more about the show or how to become a guest, simply visit our website at www.iamnotmypainpodcast.org. That is iamnotmypainpodcast.org. Your story matters. We look forward to hearing from you. Hi. This is Keith. I am a martial arts therapist at the Hero Circle, a global healing and wellness initiative inspired by the children of kids kicking cancer. Would you like to discover the power of your breath while fueling the purpose of thousands of sick children across the globe? Simply check out our free adult meditation catalog at herocircle.org forward slash meditations. To learn more about our program and our inspirational little heroes, visit our website at herocircle.org. From all of us at the Hero Circle, we wish you a wonderful day. Power, peace, purpose.